more like and all that shit. Sometimes a man, he just wanna fuck with all that other shit, you know what I'm saying? Just straight up get down to business, none of that touring around, none of them playing games. You understand, ladies? So I hear what a man and a man's gonna do, what a man's gonna do, understand that's true. your bare dress, but I really like to stare at your bare breasts, so you got your hair curled and your nails fresh, but would you like to get nailed on the sales desk, wow, that dress is a winner, hey, you wanna go out to dinner, translation, your butt looks amazing, if I could I'd club you and fuck you like a king, I really love your hair, Back again. Back again. Episode 29. Yep, we're up in the, uh, well, it's not the basement anymore. We're not in the basement. Still not in the basement. We're in Quincy, Mass. Oh, yeah, Quincy, Massachusetts. We got We got Dorchester's own research in the building. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Pleasure to... Pleasure to have you. Pleasure to have you here. That was uh, Things You Say to Get the Pussy. Yep, Things You Say to Get the Pussy. Off your most recent album... Raised in the ghetto with the school and the birds. Raised in the ghetto with the school and the birds. Yep. I was a Mecco kid. Where did you go to school? I went to school in Republican Ass Linfield. Okay. And the North Shore. All right. Uh-huh. So <laughs> Republican Ass Linfield. So 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 if my views are a little uh a little uh, different than your average black guy, don't blame me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Enough. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was exposed to, you know. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know they bust you, you know, so like a busting thing. So yeah, like yeah. Zap, I used to have to wake up at like five in the morning, you know what I mean, to catch a bus to you know to take an hour ride, you know what through I mean, through the bus traffic. Yep, exactly. To go up north to go to a school, you know what I mean. It was a better, you know what I mean, better school system, you know yeah. what I mean. So I can't be mad at that, but you know what I mean. I was the only black kid in my grade for mm-hmm. first, first until first until fifth grade. And then, because they had two elementary schools, so the other two black kids that were my age went to the other elementary school. So then when we went combined middle school, then it was three black kids in my grade. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, we're familiar with Metco. They had, um, you know. Rockton, yeah, Rockton, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a pain in the ass, though, man. Like, yeah, I mean, really like is. you said, better school, but like all yeah. the people around you, like you can't go hang out with your friends. I was out in the street, right, like, right, exactly, know, like, exactly. I mean, it must be weird know. too, like you know, going to school in a place like that, and then you know, afterwards going back home to like a completely different place. It's yeah. like two different worlds in one day, like seriously, every day, seriously, <laughs> yo. First day of school, right? Kids were so amazed. This is first grade. I swear to God, the kids were asking me. They thought like, if I when I got off the bus, I had to like run from gunshots. Like I really got asked questions like that, man. And I'm like, no, but you know, I'm like right. six or whatever. So I'm just like, what, whatever. What, what are you talking about? Yeah, man? like there's I'm, just constant like people shooting just, all the time. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, like a war zone. Yeah, yeah, it's a war zone, twenty four seven. You gotta duck every time you go outside. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm like shit, I hope I don't live in a place like that. <laughs> 
You need to get the fuck out of there. I know, right? But for the hills. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it was cool. Like it gave me a different perspective. You know? What yeah, I'm absolutely. Like, hell yeah. You know Definitely. what I mean? That's like it's why, like, like, both, like he said, both worlds. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're living right, in two right. different worlds, living basically. Right, right, right. Exactly. And in my song "Raised in the Ghetto," went to school in the burbs. It's you know, the title track yep. basically talks about that. Yeah. And how like you know what I mean? I got this one line. It's like I'm talking about this kid, Brad. He's, the name's fictitious, but I am talking about a specific kid. And I'm like, you know, his house takes up the whole block, you know? And I'm like, I come from a one-car house. I come from a one-car household. His house would take up my whole fucking road. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so it was kind of different because, yeah. you know, pools and garages and shit like that. So, like, you know, I grew up with a kind of just distorted view at first. Mm-hmm. I used to think that the only people that were rich were white people or black people that were on TV. Like mm-hmm. sports and you know entertainment, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. But soon, you know, as you get older and see the world, you realize that that's not it. But yeah, there's a lot of rich people in the world, right? You know, exactly. As you grow up, exactly. Yeah. And it's not, and it doesn't matter what color. No, there's a lot of broke ass people in the world too. Yep, you know exactly. What I mean? So exactly. there's a lot of there's a lot of rich and broke Asian people. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, same thing. It it goes through every through every uh. Every culture, you know. Right, right, exactly. It's rich and poor. It's all different classes. It's all cla- like not. That's what it is, and that's what it is now. That's what I say, you know. Like me and my friend talk about this with all this, like you know, the stuff that's happening with the Black Lives Matter and all that shit. Like I believe it's a ruse, you know, because I think the only real class now is green. You know what I mean? It's like the just it's just, it's classism now. It's not even mm-hmm. you know, it's not even you know. Obviously, racism still exists, but I think you know a lot of that is to. You know what I mean? Take us, take us off of what's really going on. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Separation class yeah. just grows and grows. Exactly. Because, like, you think about someone like Jay-Z, you know, came from the projects. And now, you know, he's got, like, that, uh, a former president, you know what I mean, on, like, speed dial. Exactly. Like, so, what does that tell you? It tells you it's about money. Even really? though everybody knows his former history and stuff like that. You know what I mean? He still gets invited to the president's you know, right. mansion and shit like that. It's crazy. Exactly. He used to yeah. sell drugs and now he's friends with the president. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it is crazy how it, how it has changed. I mean, even middle class used to be living pretty good. Right. Back, even back in the 90s when like I was growing up. Yeah, then, yeah, you know, exactly. Fucking, you know, now we got middle classes like broke. Right, right, I mean, exactly. Seriously. Especially yeah. in Massachusetts. Like, yeah. You got to have like... A high-paying job to have a good apartment. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and to get that high-paying job, you got to first get a mortgage So from college. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? A lot of people getting out of college with mortgages. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. I remember my father was telling me back when he was going to college, you know, he said financial aid basically paid for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. it's now it's financial aid gives you that as little as it can. Yeah. yeah. And then it's all loans. Right, exactly. <laughs> Sally May. Yeah, 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 crazy. (laughs) It's all fucked up. It's all fucked up. So that song we just played, "Things You Say to Get the Pussy." How'd that song come about? So, so, alright. So the first Snoop Dogg album, Doggy Style, Mm -hmm. they had the skit. It was the, I think it was the twenty-five dollar sack or the five dollar sack pyramid. I forget. And when remember when he's like, "Oh, I know Ice Cube. I know Dre. Uh, Snoop's my cousin." And then he was like, things niggas say to get the pussy. Yep. So that's when I was like, okay, I got to fucking make a song. I was like, like, that's when I got hit with the idea of like, you know, when sometimes you want to go, you know what I mean? When you just want to, you don't want to go through that whole dance 
yeah, you know, yeah. that whole, you know, what do they call it? Fucking romance game or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you just want to fuck, right? <laughs> yep. And like, so... Get to the point. Exactly. And that's for, that's for women too. Because, yep. because, you know, like I said, I, shit. I was, you know, going after this girl probably for like a year. And then finally, she's like, come over, right? So I'm thinking I'm going to fucking get macadelic. You know what I'm saying? Hell I got yeah. some strawberries. I got the whipped cream, right? Hell I got yeah. the chocolate sauce, right? And I get to a oh, house. Man, and and I'm down. like, you know, because I'm trying to show her, like, you know. <laughs> I'm going down. Taking, you know what I mean? I, I pursued this for this long. Right, I'm serious. Right. Yep. And then she looked at me. She was like, what the fuck is all this? She's like, yeah. let's, let's, let's get upstairs. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? Things you say to get the pussy also, you know, applies for girls, too. Yeah, you know? absolutely. She basically, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm fucking about to be the Archbishop Dawn Magic Wand and shit. She's like, <laughs> put all that shit away. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then when I left, then the next day when I left, I was, she, was, she's a, she was a clean free, so she was like, you, you're taking that, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm taking it. <laughs> Did you take it somewhere else? No, I didn't <laughs> take it over to us. That's... I just fucking ate it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But got stoned up real quick. Yeah, exactly. Right. Doing whipped cream. Yeah, yes, yes, you're right. Because <laughs> you can put that shit on anything. So. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, going to school in the burbs, uh, when, like, what exposed you to hip hop and what made you want to do okay. hip hop? So, I mean, I, you know, I come from, like, you know, I was real young when, like, MC Hammer and, like, Criss Cross and shit was out, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, I fell right into that, and then I just wanted to do fucking, I wanted to rap, right? But then, when, like I said, when Snoop came out, no, it was Dr. Dre came out with The Chronic, and I heard that shit, and it just, the, you know, the, the swearing and the level of realness, mm-hmm. and, like, oh, just, like, Jesus. the hard, yes, I was like, that's it, that's what I want to listen to, that's what I want to fucking do, like... If it don't have parental advisory on that shit, right? I don't want to listen to it. Yeah, right. keep keep it a Walmart. Get, yes, keep exactly. it a Walmart. <laughs> exactly. And so, it's funny because we were talking about the burbs, right? So my host family, because we all get host families for like events when you got to stay over and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Joey, who was my who was in my grade, my class, his brother Ted, who was older, right? He had he would have all the you know the. Um, the CDs, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, the Chronic, and you know he'd get all the new shit. Yeah, and like I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to have it. Mm-hmm. But this is when you remember when you could dub CDs. Yep. You had the you had the CD players with the tape player. Yeah, so I would just go to his house and I would dub all his shit, and then I would just have it in, you know what I mean? And I would just have my Walkman, walk, you know, <laughs> walking yeah. around like Word. like hey, oh yeah, this is this, I'm fine. Pops yeah. like yeah, don't worry. Is, yeah, exactly. Hey, and hey, boy, you didn't really have to buy CDs. Right, right, know? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The Man. first You were the first illegal downloader. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> started that shit. I know, right? You're shit. the king. Shit. I know, right? I didn't even think about it like that. That's crazy, right? So, I mean like that's like like hip hop and after that, you know, hip hop, then it was just like, you know, I was rapping, you know, I was freestyling all the time and yeah. shit like that. But it was like when I was 17, I got serious. My boy Napoleon, his real name is Napoleon. He's really? Like, yeah. And okay. he's not short. He's fucking, he's the big Dominican. <laughs> he's just as tall as me. All right. But he took me to my first studio. It was his cousin's, no basement studio, but still, it was like, I was amazed. You know what I mean? Like, 
holy shit, like, this is real. Like, you know what I mean? I could yeah. do this. Hell yeah. And, you know, we obviously, we was recording, you know what I mean? I thought, I was trying to be like, I thought like the RZA, you know, I was really Wu-Tang influenced at the time. So I was trying to sound like the RZA, saying shit like, I'll never forget it. And Napoleon will let him, he will joke about this forever. Because it was the first line I wrote. It was smarts of an Egyptian pyramid builder. Heart of a warrior born in the wilder. And, and, and Napoleon, he would never let that down. He would bring that shit up <laughs> that all the time. Like uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> and I, and uh, you know, and I was listening to, uh, when we first did it. You know, I crushed the CD. You know, so there's, so hopefully there's no uh, evidence of it. Say, no but, uh, <laughs> but you know, he'll never, never forget it. And you know, something about it just kept. You know, I kept at it. Something about it, like. I liked it. I was like, you know what? I got to get good at this. Because I just, you listen to rap and you just think, oh, I can do that. And then you start writing rhymes and then you're like, wait a minute, this isn't that fucking easy. No. Yeah. That's you the thing. People say it's easy. Especially, it's, well, exactly. You can, I mean, the way you can intricate different things. Like, yes, yeah. Um, it gets way like more complex when you actually try to do it. Right. Like you're not, you're like, oh shit, it's not just rhyming over a beat. Like yeah. there's way more. Exactly, yeah. and trying to make Levels sense to it, yeah. and everything like that. Because I used syllables, to be, man. Yeah, yeah, sil- yeah, yeah. yeah. You start breaking down just like the smallest things, right? Because I used to be, I used to just be an A, you know what I mean, an A, 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 A rapper. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it was my buddy Danny, and um, I met him. And this is how I met him because we, I, I was freestyling, so we used to always have the ciphers. And then my buddy Danny, he, he wasn't my buddy at the time, but he came over and he's like, "Yo, I rap too," and I was like, "Oh yeah." And I was like, let me hear you freestyle. He's like, he's like, I don't freestyle, I just write. And then I was like, well, you ain't a real rapper if you don't freestyle, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, well, let me hear some of your written stuff. And I didn't write. Yeah. You know, so that was that. Mm-hmm. But we saw each other like two weeks later. And Danny comes up to me and he's like, yo, man, I can't get that off my mind ever since you said it. And he's like, I started freestyling. And I was like, you know what? I started writing. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then we became boys. Yeah. And he, That's uh, awesome. He was the one who actually showed me. He's like a bigger brother to me. He was the one who actually showed me about comp- uh, compounding, you know, syllables and stuff like that. How you can do A, B, B, A. Didn't throw a C in there. And you know what I mean? And it could be, it could be like, well, I would say like, I always go like, my name is John. I'm from Taiwan. But then I learned, my name is John. This time I spit rhymes. I'm sick with minds from Taiwan. You yeah. know, like he showed mm-hmm. me that Hell you could do that. Hell yeah. And then after that, it was like... All of a sudden, you know, it's like you connect the dots here, and it's like so. I feel like that dude in Beautiful Mind sometimes, like when I'm, you know what I mean, like or John Madden when I'm like writing, I'm like, oh, I can connect this syllable with this and blah blah blah, you know, because once you've been doing it as long as I have, then it's just like second nature, on me. exactly, yeah, I'm right. Hell yeah. So now for me, like more so than just more so, what I've been focusing on, you know what I mean, is like there's like really listening to them spirits when they come in the room. You know what I mean? And hearing them and getting those lines that just come. You know them, you know them sick lines that you didn't you know what I mean? It's you like didn't you think didn't... of. It just fucking came from yeah, yeah. somewhere. Exactly. Shot in your mind. Yeah, right. exactly. Like while you're driving or something. Then yeah. you gotta pull out your phone and write it down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yup, yup. That's why my voice memo's full of that shit. Yeah. I got a Google Drive just filled with voice yeah. memo folders of you know uh, voice memo one twenty seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 16. Right, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Go back and be like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, right, because it's cool. Because they're good, you know what I mean? First of all, they're great for, like, if you're in, like, a like a studio session, 
that like just pops up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you got you like, oh yeah, okay, I already got like all these punchlines, you know, ready. So I can just do it right Or you know, if you get stuck, you know, start looking through and be like, okay, I can. There's a punchline, and I can go off of that. Yep. You know, so exactly. Yeah. So. I feel that. Um, so that's um. You know, multi multi syllable rhyming and everything. Right, so, right. You know, that's and I it's just wild how like you said, connecting the dots, you're mapping everything out, latitude, longitude, yeah, shit, you know what I'm right. saying? Right, yep. You're pinpointing exactly what you want to do. And nowadays that's not, not like no. like we were saying yeah. like before the podcast, you guys you guys listening didn't hear this, but you're talking about microwave music. Microwave music, yep. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called nowadays. That's why you know, you got these cats coming out with, you know, freaking, you know, three albums a damn year and shit like that. Remember, right. remember like, rap, artists used to come with an album a year, if that, sometimes they take two years. Sometimes it'll be like three years, you know, yeah, and cause it's they, like, cause it's, yeah. now it's like, if you're not putting out an album, at least an album every year, then you kind of just like. And, and that's even, and that's even, um, that's even like pushing it. Yeah. Cause you know. People, you know, nowadays, and I'm even guilty of it too. I'll listen to an album and just listen for the shit that I, you know, the tr- the hot tracks, and then mm-hmm. put that in a playlist, and then that's it. Yeah, and then won't even visit that. But album there's so or... much shit coming out; it's hard to keep up with all of it exactly. now. That's the thing. It's like if you really wanted to keep up with, there's so much great music; it's impossible to hear all of it. Right. Remember, it really is. Remember when DMX came out? He had the three albums in one year. Yeah, I was like unheard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like platinum on all three. That of them. was yeah. Yeah, that was well, unheard of. gold. Like that was. Right, you know right. that was wild. That was and that was when you know going gold was bad. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Now if you go gold, you're fucking. Well, now it's like, how do they exactly. even track album sales now? Like, hey, it's, dude, all, it's, it's all it's, fucked up. It's streaming. It's all fucked. It's think, all streaming, but it's like I, the numbers are skewed. I think it's like because they'll like, be like Drake went platinum in a week, and right. like I'm like, okay, so like, what does that mean exactly? Like, I don't know. People play. I think it's like fifteen hundred streams. Yeah, is one album. Can really? See that as one album, yeah. I didn't know that. I think you I didn't know that. Fifteen hundred. See, it's all different now. It's not just like how many albums did yeah, you sell. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's all different. And that's why um, we were talking about this with Mark Vincent a few weeks ago. That's why a lot of people are making shorter songs now. Oh yeah. Because they want them to have more replay value, so they can get their streams. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's crazy. But like, there's so many songs under three minutes now, and you didn't see that before. Right. Right, and you know what though? Honestly though, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Because I actually like that. Because like sometimes you know like, especially now in this day too, it makes it so like, all right, I got exactly what I wanted. I got enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like if some of these artists made five minute songs and shit like that, you'd be like, you have to. Oh, some oh, some yeah. of them should be making two minute songs. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to listen to that shit for five minutes. No. Like right. it's you know it's just like a quick like. Listen to it, turn up, and then you're you're done. Throw it away. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I know exactly what you exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, like that's how I feel like with my style, right? So it's like I like, like I said, I you know I'll I'll change the cadence and everything like that because yeah. you know what I mean. You got to do that to display skill level and shit like that. But like, I like you know what I mean. I don't. I make serious songs. You know, I always make love songs because shit. That's like you know whatever. And uh, but. Like, I like making fun songs, funny songs. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everybody makes that. Like, you know, for me, it was like, okay, I'm from this area. You know what I mean? Clearly, I got a hood pass. You know what I mean? I could be rapping about certain things. Right. You know what I mean? Shit, I've been stabbed three times. You know what I'm saying? So, it's Mm -hmm. like, 
you know what I mean? I could be flexing, but like, there's a lot of motherfuckers already doing that. Right. First of all, right. And there's a lot of motherfuckers that I think do it be- that could do it way better than me. And for me though, it's never really like my intentions. I want to have fun with mm-hmm. rapping. I'm not trying to be all serious. Like mm-hmm. when you listen to me, I want you to laugh and be like, "Holy, that yeah. shit was funny." Yeah. But that line was dope. Like, have right. a good time. Yeah, exactly. That probably you know? speaks to who you are as a person, though. You're you're just trying to have fun. Like you're not. You're relaxing. Yeah, yeah. You're not worried about trying to be hard and no, you know, all right. that shit. No, definitely so, not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be. I don't want to be driving around in a bulletproof car. Right. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Like like Watch I said, it over your shoulder. Yeah. You think someone's gonna jump you. Right. Like I said, I want to have. That's too much stress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I said, I want to have a you know a swimming pool in my living mm-hmm. room. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just have a rotated party just going on. You know? Yeah, like, hell yeah. Like line going out the door. Everybody wants to come to the party because that's how much fun it is. Hell yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not worrying about you know security and metal detectors and shit like that. Like yeah. coming in and you know you about to have some fucking good ass time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bring BYOB and we're gonna yeah, have fun. Right, exactly. Or you have the bar. Shit, that's what I'm saying. You, you yeah. got the bar in the, in the pool. We got the poolside bar. Right, 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 right. Got the drugs, got the got the poolside bar, got the poolside <laughs> drugs. And, and the women? And, yep, and yep. And there we are. There you go. You're having a good time. So, you know, that's why I do my stuff, you know, like I do. That's why, like, you know, I like to just, like I said, like, when I first heard Eminem's The Slim Shady LP and I was like, that's the shit right there. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, minus all the, like, rape and torture, you know, I like to, you know what I mean? It's the just more about the funny stuff. For me. The funny stuff, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, famous Girls I Like to Fuck. We should get into that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. We'll yeah. play that since we're talking about, you know, the fun. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, it's on there. Um, yeah, since we're talking about, you know. The fun the stuff. Fun, yeah, the fun stuff. So, yeah, because yeah, cause I'm about to drop the video for this. Hell yeah. Word. This month, I'm not exactly sure. Like I said, uh, it should be this month. You re- so you re- Cause, cause you're remixing, remastering? Yeah, so, so yeah, so the album, so the album, this album is getting, uh, it's getting revamped. Because, really? you know, like right. I said, I got, a, I got something in the works. You know what I mean? I don't want to get into no details, but some distribution, you know, some stuff with... Some label stuff. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everything's pretty much set. It's just, you know, the paperwork hasn't been, you know yep. what I mean, completed and everything like that. Exactly. And so we want to drop that. We want to drop this as a first single. I got a video for it and already everything. Ready. Already ready. So, Word. you know, I, I hope to get it out this month. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, because that's what we're talking about. That's the plan. But, you know, this is also the music business. So, you know, dates, dates always get postponed and shit changes. But Hell yeah. this will be... And I'll play it. Famous Girls I Like to Fuck. There it is. You may call me a dreamer, but in my mind, I believe I can actually accomplish this. I want to smash Kim Kardashian. She got an ass that I'd gladly live in. I take a swim in that ass. No kidding. Put on my scuba mask. Relax. You know shillings. I'm in love with Sophia Vergara. I chain her up what? so I can fuck her today in the morning. Stay here. It's time for banks. I'm sorry, no thanks. But I just couldn't stand all that gap. And Heidi Montag with her blonde ass and huge rack. I'm about to explore her boob crack. I use those two boobs as airbags and hope that I'm there if ever she ran track. I bang Sarah Palin in Alaska dressed like a grizzly bear and go for a daughter rapper. And I ain't bluffing, but it wouldn't be nothing to go in easy bake oven. I wanna fuck these famous girls, I wanna fuck these famous girls 
bastard skin So me and Christina Hendricks, we can get it in It's a sin, what's going through my mind We'll play Slate Master's wife like we went back in time And I don't care if she's fat, skinny, or bald Matter of fact, Britney Spears is fucking a barber's chair I get head staring at her bald head Then call Amber Rose after I'm all set Megan Fox, she always makes my cock go And make sure that girl is my first baby's mama And I hope 50 Cent won't hate me But I really like a healthy stroke from Chelsea Lake I like to fuck. Video oh, coming yes. soon. Video, yep. Video's all done. You know, had a great time. My buddy Ryan Todd, um, he actually filmed it. He actually mixed this damn song. He actually pretty much, I went to college with him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so he's pretty much every song, pretty much 95% of my music has been mixed by Word. this kid. And oh, at least like... 50% of my videos have been edited or shot by him. So, okay. you know, it's, he's been, you know, he's been in my corner since way back, since, since we, you know, freshman year of college. Damn. And, uh, yeah, Visual Pen Media is, that's his uh, company. Visual okay. Pen Media. But he came down, he came down, it's funny because uh, he came down to Dorchester for the first time, right? He lives, he lives way out in the Berkshires. Like, he's a hunter and shit, like, uh, Hunts with bows, all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Type them like, like a hunter-gatherer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hunting season. In the 21st century. Right, right. And it's hunting, hunting season. Once hunting season comes, it's like, I know not to fuck, really try to send him too much stuff. Because he's like, I'm going, on the weekends, he's like, oh, I'm hunting. It's like, I'm in New York. He's like, oh, it's bow season. He's like, oh, you got to come out. And like, he's always trying to get me to go and shit yeah. like that. And I want to. But um, he came down to Dorchester for the first time, right? And it was just funny because he was such culture shocked, right? Yeah. He's got his piece. He's like, first thing he asked me, he's like, do I need to bring, do I need to worry about getting robbed? He's like, I want to bring my drone and everything. And I'm like, well, you know, it's Dorchester. I mean, like, you know, but there'll be people there, you know, you know, I'll have my crew and everything like that. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry, I'm bringing my piece anyway. He's like, I don't leave. He said, I don't go nowhere without my fucking hammer. <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's always got a 40 cal on him. Like, always. Because he can carry, you know? Yeah. And uh, so he's, you know, what, take, imagine this white dude who lives in the Berkshires, you know, around nothing but like nature and shit. He comes to Dorchester because we shot two videos that weekend. We shot Famous Girls I Like to Fuck on Saturday. And then we shot this one I did. It's called um, Because I Love This Shit, which is on this album too. And you can catch that on my YouTube. Hell yeah. Um, he, we shot that. Oh, now? Yeah. yeah okay. People will check that right now. We did that in August. We dropped that in August. And uh, he was, so he stayed over. And when he, you know, when I woke up and, you know, he was already awake and he's like, yo, you didn't hear that? 
And I was like, what? He's like, he was like, there was like two crackheads outside yelling, like <laughs> arguing. And I was like, nah, man, I didn't hear that. <laughs> and he was like amazed at like just being in Dorchester and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, it's funny because like he, he's telling me like, you know, this is like an adventure for him. So like, That's they, funny. So like, it's a story he's been telling, you know what I mean? Telling like, you know, telling us he's married and shit, telling his wife. Telling everyone like how he went to Dorchester, and, you know, it's this white kid in Dorchester, like, you know, <laughs> crackheads and yelling and everything like oh, that. Like, man. it's funny because he had a great time. You know what I mean? He had a great time. Like, even it was like thrilling for him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Should have so, it's a whole new world for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Because, yeah. uh, well, like, he kind of did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's, I mean, the concept, like the videos were concepted, but yeah, he still kind of documented his trip down there. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. That's hilarious. And yeah, it was it was great, man, because, like, like I said, like, you know, we've been, like, I met him in college. Shit, because I went, I didn't go till I was 21. He was already 18. Yeah. And so, like, you know, like I said, somebody, somebody was, you know, selling weed while they were in college. Mm-hmm. Some, yeah, somebody, somebody, you know, somebody. somebody. So, you know, people knew, people knew me, you know what I mean? Just, you know, around. Yep. You know, I was older. So, like, one day he's, he comes creep, you know, I get a knock on the door. He's all, like, you can tell he's all nervous. He's like, yo, man. He's like, yo, you think you can buy us some beer? I was like, fuck yeah, dude. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'll even get you some. I was like, I don't give a fuck. You don't got to give me shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, who the fuck? What the fuck? Can you drink beer? You know, I know everybody's been drinking since high school or before high school. Yep. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, I went and got him some beer. Like I said, he thought it was the coolest thing because, you know, he didn't really know the black people. I guess like he told me like there's probably like two black kids in his school, you know what I mean? So fucking like one of these things, and we just became tight because like, you know he he just so good with you know audio engineering, you know what I mean? Like and he like and he's got the patience for it, you know what I mean? I'm not one. To, I'm not a knob turner and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't have the patience for it. I don't got the patience. And for so it, like, but he knew he knew all this shit. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is why I'm in this school. How the fuck do you already know this? Like, we're just learning this. Yeah. So I call him at, like, the middle of the night, like, 3, three in the morning. Like, we have a Pro Tools project. And I'm like, how do I do this? I need to get the flange and the modulation to fucking, like, stop. <laughs> and he just be like, Johnny, all right, this is what you do. You know what I'm saying? You can tell he's like, oh, this motherfucker waking me up again. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, you know, we've been tight ever since. And, like, you know, like, I did, um, I did this movie... I actually did this movie in April. It's called Highlighters, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be on Amazon Prime this month. Cali. So it's my first Cali. like I've done background and shit like that in Cali, but this is actually you know I'm actually like feature role. Yeah, you know, I play a tagger. It's a awesome. crime drama, and so you know he actually came to the premiere with me. The premiere sold out and everything. So hell yeah. You know, Explain what your cool. role is in that movie. So okay, my role yeah. is. I am a graffiti artist, right? Okay. And it's how you know it's acting, because I can't draw a stick figure for the fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you'll see me like maybe spray paint <laughs> like something that was already drawn. Yeah. You know, but basically we're we're going to tag up this spot and we end up in the wrong place at the wrong time. And yeah. so, you know, imagine that, you know, what goes from there. Hell yeah. So, so, so look out for that. So you were saying uh, off air, you had told me before the, about um, how you got the role. Oh, yeah. Like, that's oh, yeah, that's yeah, a cool okay. story, too. So that's what's crazy, right? So my boy, 
So my boy Sean, it's, it's actually Sean Cranston film, right? And the way we met, we met like 10 years ago. We were both sponsored by, I used to be sponsored by Crunk Energy Drink. And he was too. And this is when they were trying to make it like big everywhere. So it, it didn't really work up north, but I mean, it still exists down south and A shit like John that. Little John Energy. Yeah, yeah. It's, is it really? Is it sponsored by Little John? I, well, I know he, I know exactly. I, he I don't think album. he owns it, but he, well, he's, I, he's he started, got like a stake in it. He like invented like the word crunk, didn't yeah. he? So. He dropped the album crunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started the whole crunk. Yeah, movement. no. He was definitely, yeah. he was definitely a big involved in it. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean? That's so, crazy. Matter of fact, that was one of the first parental advisory CDs I, I got there you for go. Christmas. Oh, really? Go. Oh, Crunk yeah. Juice? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, like, that's the, that album is to work out to. I still uh, work out to that shit. You know? That album gets you fucking amped. It was, I don't know, I think it was like, 2003, maybe? Yeah, yeah that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I I mean, obviously I had heard parental advisory before then, but that was the but, first one that I actually, like, it was mine. That was, yeah. That was bad ass, man. Like, it was, it was my CD case. I had gotten other CDs from people. Right. That had Swizz. I had that, uh, I had the Slim Shady LP parental mm-hmm. advisory. Just yeah. the diff, though. Oh yeah, okay. Because yeah, because you had the I had the I had the clean version of the Eminem show from Walmart. Really? (laughs) I was I I went to a private school growing up, so it was like yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, right, okay. And you would never tell now because I swear like a bastard. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I mean, yo. That's what I like. My parents like you know don't swear, don't swear, but they swearing like a motherfucker. Yo, it's funny. I was talking about this with uh, with my parents the other day. It's like how swearing has kind of become like not a big deal anymore. Right. You know, I feel like. Like if I have kids, I'm not gonna tell. Like I'm, I'm gonna tell them not to swear. Obviously, when they're younger, but I'm not gonna make like a big deal. No, right, right. They do like. Who the fuck? It's words. It's words. It right. doesn't matter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell like, them. I want to teach them how to swear and where to swear. Right. Exactly. You know, like, like you can't just go around swearing exactly. like a sailor all the time. Like but there's a time and place for it. Right. Like you're, yeah. you're in church or something like that, or you know yeah. what I mean. You know, like something serious like that. Right. Or you're talking to someone. You know, profession a professional man. Right, right, you know, right. You know. Job interview. Oh, I got shit. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> can't yeah. be doing that. Yeah. Right, but I'm not gonna be pissed off if some fucking kids are like fucking shit yeah. as they fucking hit it's, their knee or something. Right. You know? Exactly. Damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not even a swear, anyways. <laughs> but um, no, it's like they're allowing more and more swears on TV now. It's like they used to not allow like ass. Now they allow ass. I think you could say bitch on TV now. Yeah. Like it's funny. Late night they say shit. Yeah, 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 yep, yep. Yeah. Late night, a little honestly. Rescue Me, I remember Rescue Me. That was one of the first shows in, like, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Hey, Sons of Anarchy, I remember they'd say shit and that all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Just, like, growing up, I'm like, yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. This <is> good <laughs> yeah. Prime time television. Right. Well, I don't know what they're talking about prime time at 8 p.m. This is 10 p.m. Yeah. I know, <laughs> right? You know? Right, right, that's yeah, for real. My homework going, like, the end of my homework. <laughs> hey, you doing homework? Oh, I'm watching, no. I'm watching the show. <laughs> I'm watching yeah, the thing I, with the lady. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, shit. So, uh. I'm watching the biker gang sell guns. <laughs> I know, right? I'm learning. <laughs> learning. <laughs> so, uh, talk about your experience on the Howard Stern show, because those, uh, the first two songs we played, I feel like, well, first of all, did Howard Stern ever hear your music? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, this is how that happened. Yeah. So I love these. these I, stories. So I interned. So 
I, 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 you know, I was just like, I need to get an internship, like, in a record label. Because, mm-hmm. like, I remember the Puff story of how he got an internship, and then he turned, look at what he turned his internship into from a record label, right? So that was my whole thing. It was like, okay, how can I get infiltrate into one of these record labels out in Cali, you know? And, you know, I just did, you know, kept, kept at it. And then all of a sudden, one day I get a call like, hey, can you want to come in for an interview? This is from Sony BMG, Epic Records. And uh, I'm like, fuck yeah, because I just made my first independent album, made it myself, because I was like, you know what, if you know, I'm going to get a deal or anything, I got to show these people that I'm serious, and that I'm, I'm make, you know, making stuff myself, and I'm not just like waiting for someone to like come and help me, you know right. what I mean? Exactly. That's why I went to school for audio, so yeah. I could learn how to do that shit, you know, the business yeah. and stuff. So I get the internship there, right? And clearly, I'm giving everyone my CD, right? Thinking like, oh, they're going to hear this shit, and that's it. I'm not even going to be an intern that long. Uh-huh. I'm about to get a record deal. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to yeah. hear that. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, the timing. So this is when MySpace started fucking popping off, mm-hmm. right? So, like, my job, one of my jobs was to look on through MySpace profiles for, like, 50,000 followers or more. So it didn't even matter about the music. Yeah. It mattered about how many MySpace friends they had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm there like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, I fucking infiltrated this motherfucker. Like, you know, like figured out how to get in here, figured out how to work, figured out yeah. how to meet yeah. all these people. And my CD's still sitting right there unopened. All and the I'm, best. and I'm, but I'm, but they're calling this dude because he's got 50,000 MySpace followers, probably because his friends. You know, just in high school, spread it around, and it's like the dumbest song, or it's like a little dance song, right. like you know, like Soldier Boy when you know how he yep. came out, yep. you know, which I ain't hating on, but I'm just like, but this ain't like, you know, this ain't like depth, no, you right. know what I mean? No. This is just like a flash in the pan kind of shit, which is microwave, the microwave, exactly. which is what Soldier Boy was. He was a flash in the pan, and really. And so, yeah, so, so you know, and so like. So then I've, so, but anyway, I kept, you know, all the contacts and everything, like every, all the information I could soak up, I did. So, you know, obviously I would keep the contacts, people that have the call and shit like that. Like, yeah. you know, and one day I finally got one of the promoters to call me back. Yeah. And so this is how I learned, realized, found out about the pay to play game. Cause it was, a, it was two, it was two slots. There was two ones I could open. I could open up for little brother or I could open up for the yin yang twins. And obviously, I wanted to open up for the Yin Yang Twins. Mm-hmm. And so, but that was more expensive to, for the ticket sales. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, but because, you know, you had to pay for the ticket. You sell them, but you still had to pay, you know. Right. If you didn't form. sell them all, you just do it. Exactly. So, at the time when I was on the phone talking to my boy, we're trying to figure it out. I'm with this, I'm with this cat, you know, who's in the entertainment industry. And, you know, I could see now as I'm older how he planned all this. And then I was like, um, the yin yang twins, and he was like, Yo, 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 tell him we got the yin yang twins. He's like, I got it. You know what I mean? The next thing you know, now he's like, Here's a management contract. Like, I want to be your manager. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was just so young, you know what I mean? I was just like, Fine, dude, hell yeah, you're going to get me on this shit. Hell yeah. So, anyway, I end up getting the, the yin yang twins show. Fucking, we made this whole device, this whole plan of like, you know, get letting everyone at Epic know. Giving them, you know, giving everybody free tickets yep. so they could come and have, you know, access and VIP. So all the kids is at Epic came, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not, you know, I mean, all right, I'm a rapper, so I do got to brag. I'm my show, my show is the shit. Like, that's my favorite part of rapping is yeah. the live show. 
Hell so yeah. I'm going to perform. I put it all out there. It's f- full of action. So, Same right there. Same right there. So they went back, I guess, and told, you know, like the head, like the A&R people and shit like that, right? I come back. Well, next time I come back, all them CDs that were fucking not opened are now opened. You know what I mean? And, and you know what I mean? Hell and and, 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 and listening it. and shit, right? So now I'm like, all right. Yes, now, now it's on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fuck this 50. But nope, still didn't happen like that, right? Because the music industry, that's when it was like starting to die. And it was so unstable. You know, nobody knew what was happening. Yeah. So Mike Flynn, he was the head of A&R at the time. He found the Frey. So we were working on the Frey's second album. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so that's what happened. Damn. So... You know, so it wasn't like nobody was really going to have a job. He didn't even know if he was going to have a job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So it was kind of like, it was, it was just the, you know, just the doggy, time. Yeah, it was doggy dog at the time. Right, right. And it was just like the time that, like, even, even the dogs didn't have nothing to eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they, they even, the big, even the big dogs was like, what are we going to fucking eat? Yeah. So what happened, so I had a buddy who loved Howard Stern, right? And he was telling me, he was like, yo, you should try to get on. He just said it. It was just like one day with joking. He's like, you should try to get on Howard Stern. And I was like, ain't he racist? You know, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, he's not going to have me on there. And then I'm like, if he does have me on there, I'm going to have to eat like a camel's dick or some shit. You know what I mean? Right? But for some reason, I just did it anyway. I just sent my shit over there, right? And then the lady, at the lady who was working at the, you know, in charge of that, she was like, you know Mike Flynn? And I was like, yeah, I know Mike Flynn. And then next thing you know, she she talked, they talked, and next thing you know, you want to come down for an interview? And I wasn't even going to because I was living in Boston at the time, you know? So I was thinking about it, and I was like, and my boy was like, just go, dude. He's like, what do you got to lose? Because I'm not, I'm like, I'm black. I'm like, I don't know. He's got Robin. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not even going to get it. So I didn't even like dress up or anything. I went to yeah. jeans, bummy ass hoodie, hopped on the <laughs> phone wall. You know, drove out there. Yep. Basically, it was like this. The interview went like this. You know Mike Flynn? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, we know each other. We used to work at Epic in New York. She's like, he's a great guy. I'm like, yeah, he's a great guy. She's like, yeah, he said you're a good worker. And like, you know, he likes you and everything. She's like, when can you start? And I'm like I said, I'm looking like I'm dressed up. Yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck's going on here? Right, Wikis? I'm like, well, you know I'm coming from Boston, right? She's like, as long as you get here two days a week. You know what I mean? She's like, whatever. Hell and yeah. I was like, okay. And so, you know, I go back. I go back to my boys. And I'm like, yo, I got this shit. And so my boy, who fucking loved Howard Stern, was like, what the fuck? Motherfucker, he was paying you know, it. He's like, so I listen to him all the time. He's like, you got the fucking internship. I shouldn't even. He's like, I told you. He's like, you better get me on that show. He's like, you better get me on that show. That's mad funny. So, like, and then from there, you know, like, I had a boy, I actually had a boy who I was staying with, Dante, I grew up with, you know, so I'd go over there, I'd, you know, I'd work two days a week for 12 hours a day, because you had to do four shifts of six hours, so okay. I just did them twice, and I would stay at my, I'd go uh, on Monday, early as fuck, get there, you know what I mean, or uh, was it Tuesday, I'd leave on Monday, get to there on Tuesday, early as fuck, and work for 12 hours, go to my boy Dante's house, you know, sleep, and then get back up, and then go. And then leave Wednesday so, night. Yeah, and then leave Wednesday night. So I was, so that's how I was doing it. But I start. I just made music, right? I made there was there was this uh, one thing. 
So it was a big deal. Robin was starting to do enemas, like colonics. Yep. Yeah, she was like, that was a big deal. <laughs> so I made a song called Robin's Getting Enemas, right? And I gave it to, you know, one of the producers. And then, you know, the next step, the next thing you know, how it's playing at the next day. And he, and he was he would play it like he played it like the whole week. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? So like I was a few just, times a day. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, I gotta start making more songs, right? And so Artie Lang, you know, who was his host at the time, his co-host at the time, you know, he he was, you know, he was going to the bathroom. He he liked to go to the regular person's bathroom, you know, which was cool, I thought. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And one day I'm walking past, he's walking by, I'm going to the bathroom, he's leaving, and he stops me and he's like, Yo, good job, yo, with them songs. He's like, You need to keep he's like, You need to keep it up. How will play keep playing those if they're good? Hell yeah. Right? So now I've always believed in what John F. Kennedy said, right? Don't ask what your country can do for you, but what can you do for your country? Yep. You know, I've always, I've always had that approach with like, when I want something from someone or when I want to work with someone, I don't go asking for a handout. Because you got to think about it. Especially these rich guys, everyone's asking for a handout all day long, right? No one's giving them something, yeah. you know what I mean? Or trying to like... Be like, hey, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Most people are can I can I get this? Can you help me with that? Mm -hmm. Right? So I've always had that approach. Even even if you ain't rich, I'll you know what I mean? If I want to do a track with you, you know, I'll have the track ready. Probably, and I'll probably have the chorus ready. Or at least a verse. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can't stand when someone's like, let's do a track. And then they're like, You got the track? You got the beat? You got yeah, the verse. Like, and then, it's like you asked me. You're coming to right. me. You better right. have it ready. Like, yeah. what's the deal here? Like, and then, right, right. and then you're gonna expect me to do promote it and everything. You did that, and then that tells me I'm like, are you even gonna promote it or whatever? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You question, you know, how much they're really into it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because everyone says that, like that, that, that let's build. If I hear someone say let's build, yeah, I do. I'm, I'm I was out, thinking I'm that the other day. I can't. Yo, that. I was thinking that the other day. If like I, that's I, like the phrase everyone says that. Uh -huh. Everyone says that. Like they meet they meet somebody and they're just like let's build, let's build, let's build, and they're saying it to everyone. Yeah. But they're not actually building. building they're shit. just saying that. Yeah. They're saying let's build that's, to everyone. To me, when I hear that phrase, it's like yo, you got some work yeah. that I can jump on. Yeah. Like. Can you do all the work, leg work? You can't start building until we have a foundation. Exactly. <laughs> so if I get less build, I'm like, see you later. All right. Yeah. Right. But so <laughs> I'm sitting here with this dude, right? This dude, he's so this dude who just sought me, he's making $5 million a year, right? Probably more than that. And I'm sitting here like, well, now what the fuck can I give this dude, though? You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think, like, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, I'm not, I can't ask him for this food. I'm like, what can I give him? And then I thought about Dennis Leary, you know, who's a comedian, and how he has his own theme song, I'm an asshole, yep, right? Yep. I thought about that, and I was like, Artie don't have his own theme song. Mm -hmm. And I knew he liked rap, but I, but I didn't know how much. So I went back, hit up my boy Noli, hit up, you know, got the right people, made a, made a look, you know, got all his information, all the movies he was in, all the stuff like that. And I made a theme song called What's the Name, Artie Lang. Hell right, yeah. and it just talks about his career, and it's like a rock. It's a rock heavy, but it's a rap song, but it's got really? this heavy guitar in it. All you right. know what I'm saying? And um, I gave it to him next time I saw him. I didn't honestly. I didn't even think, expect him to even listen to it. You know what I mean? You know how the business is. I figured should be like, oh, throw in the back of his car. Next time I see him, he's like, yo, I listened to that song. 
He was like, that shit is great. He's like, and I got a DVD coming out that I need music for. And he's like, it's all original, right? And I'm like, hell yeah, it's all original. He's like, awesome. He's like, we're putting this in a DVD. And then he was like, you know what? I tour a lot too. And he's like, and you can come on the road with me and you can open up with that song. Hell yeah. So like, Word. so like, I, on it, so I had the VIP rock star treatment going with him. Like, I played the Hard Rock Vegas, the joint, like VIP. All that shit, you know what I mean? With like just from doing that, yeah. you know what I mean? Just from like being like, how can I help him? Help him you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of asking him for something, hell yeah, you know what I mean? And it came, and it it, it just like it just all worked out. Yeah, it's a go get a mentality. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. right. That's exactly right. what it is. Right, and that's uh, you. You you were telling the story about Vegas without. Oh, so let's let's hear that one. So okay, that was a good one. So now we so this is the night before the show, right? And I'm in Vegas, and I'm V so I'm VIP obviously. So I'm like fucking trying to like milk the shit out of that. Yeah, of course. And so. I'm talking to you. Don't Things talk. Things you say to get the push. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yes. Yes. Boom. Got to use it to your advantage. Exactly. Yep. So like you know, this is the first time of like feeling like a big baller and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm talking to like these. So you know, these women are sitting alone. You know, and so that I go up to them like, oh yeah, blah blah blah, this and that. You know, they're listening, <laughs> but then like, it's like nothing was happening. Right. Yep. And then fucking, I realized I was like. These are hoes. That's why they're sitting by themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I'm like, they're just waiting. They're just there. And like, that's their key. That's like how you know they're hoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, I wonder why. And I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm not paying for no pussy. I didn't have any, really have any money anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I ain't paying for no fucking pussy. I'm like, we need the fuck out of here. So I'm about to go up to my room. I see Artie. He's got two strippers from, uh, I think it was Rick's Cabaret. Something cabaret. I think it was Rick's cabaret. But uh, he's got two hot ass bitches. And like Artie's like 40 something at the time, right? So these bitches are fucking hot. Two strippers, right? Mm-hmm. They, one of them was Miss Howard Stern and the other one was like a friend. Okay. And he's walking with him and he sees me and he's like, yo, research, we're going to the pool. What are you doing? I'm like, going to the pool with you. <laughs> he's like, you want to come? I'm like, hell yeah. So we walk, so we start walking towards the pool, right? This is big ass white motherfucker, big as shit, dude. Look, fucking tall as fuck, right? Definitely look like probably a UFC fighter who probably, you know, probably was the doorman, yep. you know, or you know, in between. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, Mister Lang, but the pool's closed. So Artie pulls out a fucking gangster wad, a hundreds. It was all hundreds. He peels off. I don't know how much he peels off. More than five hundred bucks, and he gave it to the dude. And then the dude. Opens the opens the uh opens the what is the rib the velvet rope. Yeah, he's yeah. like, right this way, Mr. Lang. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, amazing. Right? It's so all got the shit turned on and everything. So now we're fucking just chilling with these fucking strippers there, they're fucking naked. I'm fucking here. I'm like, I'm like, I'm living this life, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, I made it. Yeah. Right? And so so fucking that shit was so ill, right? And then you know, we're like, okay, let's go back up to the room. You know what I'm saying? So we start going, so we go into the room at, in VIPs, because like we were in the VIP. I even had a VIP hotel room. But, yeah. but even VIP hotel rooms, is, there's different levels. You know, mm-hmm. like they say, there's levels to this shit. Yeah. So Artie's room and my room were way different. My room <laughs> looked like a regular holiday in room compared to his room. Yeah. <laughs> so we get on an elevator, you know, dude opens up the thing. 
already gives him some money. You know, he's just giving out money. You know, he's just, he's just balling. You know, he's right. flexing. You yeah, know what right. I mean? I know what he's doing. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Hell yeah. And um, so these two other, these two security guards get on the elevator with us, right? And already, and I even thought it, that they must be escorting us to the room, right? So Artie peels out his gangster walk, gives them both like fucking five hundred dollars, <laughs> right? But they got off like at the next floor, before, like wasn't even off floor, <laughs> and so like he, he just you know them dudes looked at each other like, holy you know like thanks, <laughs> and then they walked off so going like, to the crap table, yeah, <laughs> right? but they just scored for no just for no reason, mm-hmm. so fucking like that whole experience was just like crazy, and so like we was you know there was a lot of things that was supposed to happen, but you know like he was uh you know he's a you know he's a he's a he's addicted to heroin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like bad. So, you know he ended up you know trying to commit suicide and shit like that. And you know things things changed a little bit for me, but you know what I mean? Like, you you're know, still, still here. Exactly, exactly. You're so, still here. You're revamping this. Uh, right. Raised in the ghetto. Right. School in the bed. And, and it, but it, the biggest but the biggest lesson I learned right is when I walk when I would walk into that Howard Stern like in the office, Howard Stern's almost a billionaire. This dude, fucking John Hines, fucking millionaire. Everyone's millionaires, at least, right? Multi-millionaires. But they were all miserable. Yeah. And I couldn't get, I couldn't understand that. And I still don't understand it. I guess I won't understand it till I'm a millionaire. Maybe, hopefully, I'll never understand it. Hopefully, I'll become a millionaire and not understand it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Looking good. But, like, they, I couldn't, I, like, I just couldn't get it. Because I'm, like, sitting here, dude, you make $5 million a year. You just fucking had two strippers at fucking half your age. Fucking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, peeling out hundreds like it ain't mm-hmm. fucking nothing, giving it. Like, what are you fucking... You so what are you trying to kill yourself for? You yeah, know what I'm crazy. saying? Like, it's crazy. You know? And it's like, you know, still, you know, I still respect them and everything like that. So it's nothing like that. It's just, you know, some things, you know, you question. And I remember hearing this on like a show. It's like, he, he, this dude was talking about, he was like, he's like... Everyone in Hollywood's miserable. He's like, that's why they're rich. And, and you know, man, that's all I can think. Like, you know, I still think about that. Yeah. And, like, that's still, like, you know what I mean? I'm still I'm still boggled by that question of, like, mm. why were all these motherfuckers so miserable? Yeah, what, it's weird. what's going wrong in their life when everything right. looks it's so like, good? Exactly, exactly. And most of them were self-made, too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like... I feel like you'd be even more happy. Yeah. Because you knew what the fucking dirt well, they, was. They're, they're just like, they're, they're never satisfied. That's the thing. And that's probably why they're so successful. Yeah. It's because yeah. they're never satisfied. They're never, yeah. You know what I mean? They're always working to achieve something, something else. And they're not, they're not comfortable. Even though they're rich and famous, like they're still not satisfied. And they never will, will be probably. Probably, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like that's like what it comes from. Yeah, that know? must, yeah. That like, mentality. Like the drive, that's how they got there, right? Right, It's that right. drive. But you got, obviously you got to learn to like, you know, relax at a that's, certain point. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. that's what that's what I mean. And yeah. I, you know, I, I understand they say more money, more problems. I understand that. But mm-hmm. like, those just seem like the kind of problems I'd like to have. You know right. I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Shit, you know? Exactly. You know, like, that's funny the like, way it works. Like sleeping, like sleeping in your car is a different problem than fucking worrying about paying five insurances. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather pay five insurances than sleep in my car because I've done that before. Right. You yeah. know what right. I mean? And right. Exactly. So, uh, we got one more song, right? Uh, oh, Jose yeah, Cuervo? Yeah. Yeah. Jose, Jose Cuervo. Jose Cuervo. All right. So, talk about how you linked up with Wax. So, Wax, right? 
So this is right back when Wax first started blowing up on YouTube, right? Yeah. My boy Danny, who I talked about, who told me about complex syllables, mm-hmm. he was uh, he was a huge Wax fan, and I was in Cali at the time, like what I was saying. And he was always like, you gotta hook up with the dude, you gotta get to do wax, blah, 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 he's in Cali, like, we did there together. So, you know, I talked to him and shit like that, and we talked, you know what I mean, like, you know, online and everything. And, you know, like, we need to do some track, we should link up. Yeah. But, you know, it was just like, you know, for whatever reason, we didn't link up at that time. But I moved back home, back to Boston, and my boy Danny uh, was like, yo, Wax is doing a tour, he's doing his first tour, he's coming to Boston. He's like, yo, you should try to get on that tour. He's like, I'll try to get you on that. Like, that's how enthusiastic he was. So he hit up Wax. Then we hit each other back because we had already, you know, and talked before. And then the next thing you know, I'm, you know, I, on that show, opening up for him. I was one of the opening acts. Hell yeah. And Wax, fucking, I couldn't believe it because I'm like, you, you're, the, you're the man for real mm-hmm. on YouTube and shit like that. He was fucking, when I finished my set, he was waiting there. He was eager, waiting there, like, to just tell me how much he liked my shit. Right, oh, and I'm sitting here like, that's just this is fucking great." Hell you know yeah. what I mean? To get the compliments from him, because I'm like, "He's the man for real." Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like it was a big deal. Yeah, you're watching. I mean, he is a big deal. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, like you let me on your show. Right, right. You're telling me how good I did on your. You know right. what I'm saying? That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So that's how we linked up, and like you know, ever since then, you know, we stayed in touch. When he ever, whenever he comes here, or whenever I go out there, we fucking link up. We chill. You know right. what I mean? Kicks him back, you know. Hell yeah. Like, you know, he was here with Mac Lethal, like, and yeah. I want to say, like, April or whatever. We was chilling. I met Mac Lethal. He's a cool right. dude and everything right. like that, so. Hell yeah. That's dope. Know. That's dope. It's crazy how, like, you know, like, connections from, like, back then. Like, my buddy's brother, like, has been to every wax show that he's done in Boston. Yeah. And, like, he's met him every time. He's met Apathy every time he's been through. Yeah. And, like, they know each other. Like, they yeah. know each other on, like, a, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. not a name-to-name basis, but, like, they know each other, like, when Apathy sees him, he says, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've like, met you every time. Not That's the dope thing about, like, artists who are on the level of wax. Like, they're not superstars to the point, like, you could never have that kind of relationship with, like, a Drake or a Kanye, obviously. Like, they're coming to the garden. You're not going to see them and meet them afterwards. Mm-hmm. But that's the cool thing about, like, artists who are, you know, they're big in the underground. And you can be, like, a huge fan of them. But they still wait after their shows to, like, talk yeah, with the fans and yep, everything. Thanks, yep. So it's like, that's what, like, Spose knows me because I fucking go to all his shows, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I talk to him afterwards. And, like, it's just cool that like, you can have that relationship with, you know, your favorite artists if you're in underground Shit, right, like, right, it's, exactly. It's dope. Yeah, it's yeah. Dope. And yours even started before the shows even started. Like, right, yeah, you were, yeah. You were already talking with him, like, and he was. Yeah, right, and he, right. I mean, the fact that he, you know, said that you killed your performance and everything, mm-hmm. that's like. Yeah, yeah, for real. That's man. big. I mean, for he's a, he's a big deal, obviously. For so real. let's get into that track. So let's throw that on. This is called Jose oh, Cuevo. Actually. Oh. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about, because you said, before we, uh, get, before we get into it, before we get right into it, the background behind this. Record. Oh, didn't you wait? Oh, oh, yeah. So, 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 what happened was, um, I had this record. I wanted him. I knew I wanted him on it, and uh, I knew I wanted him on it. And so I hit him up, and he said to down and do it. You know what I mean? But like, you know, I know he does a lot of things, and then you know he. You know, he's, he's always, you know, cre- you know how artists are, we fucking take our time. Yeah, exactly. But I wanted one so bad, I was hitting him up, like, every day, like, could I get that verse? Could I get that verse? To the point where I was like, 
yo, I got chill fuck out. I'm like some like obsessed girl, like fucking, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, getting like getting to that point. Yeah, exactly. But then you know, as soon as I see, it's funny how it works. As soon as I thought that, then boom, I get the verse. Hell yeah. All right, so without further ado, let's get into Jose Cuervo, Research and Wax. Let house, wax, with our chips simmer. And I'll keep the keys with freeze simmer. Man, it's stuck in traffic and can make out for dinner. And then the cops are shoes like condom powder, prostitutes, prostitutes, and the blue powder, pluck out on a platter shoe. No, I can't stand this shit. I'm working double shots for just to pull my chicken, rubber band my wrist. I need a lobster, hedges, and lemon flavored beverage. Just to get me higher than the legends on those London bridges. You see my bitches above my dungarees. And if you don't like it, you can take a walk on with a mop of money cheese. Some of my balls, I ain't fucking with y'all. You better pay attention like you in the market for some Adderall. I can't the camera hoes with these clothes. The camera hoes, the camera rolls. I'm naked on the pile of whiskey, eat the clothes, and whipping the hoes. Oh. 
Jose Cuervo. Mm-hmm. Who so, else is featured on that besides so, Wax? My boy, Napoleon Velasquez. Okay. He's from Boston. We grew right. up together down the street, same block, well, a couple blocks away. Yeah. And then my boy, uh, Patrick Ledon. He's actually from Arkansas. Word. And uh yeah, okay. he's he's fucking he's the one singing the chorus. Okay. And Napoleon was the first verse. Yeah. And then I was the second verse, yeah. and then Wax was the third verse. Fire. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That's Hell fucking yeah. good. Hell yeah. Thanks, thanks. So I gotta ask, because I know you you're about your videos. Have you ever talked with Wax about? So yeah, so you know, where well, you know, it's it's a weird situation because you know, Wax got management and everything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So, you know, like Wax did this shit, you know, on the strength, just on our friendship. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. just fucking, he just gave me, you know what I'm saying? Like, did it on the law. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, so, didn't let his man, no management. Well, I don't know all that. I'm probably sure. But, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. You, like, basically, you know what I mean? I don't exactly know why we haven't made a video for it. But I'm sure there's a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I ain't going to sweat it because. You know what I mean? He already gave me the verse. You know what I mean? Yeah, he didn't yeah, charge absolutely. me for it either. Yeah, that's you know love. I mean? Yeah, because I was, because I was like, when I hit him up about it, first I was like, yo, uh, fucking, how much you want for a verse? And he was just like, dog, you don't gotta pay me for no fucking verse. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm just, this is just my opinion. I'm sure management yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. want to hear that. But yeah, you know probably. What I mean? But probably. I don't really know. I'm just speculating. So yeah. you know what I mean? Word. Well, well, shout what? out to Wax. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out to Wax. Because I mean, oh. yeah. That's that's fucking dope that he hopped on that song with you and it came out fire. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. You both brought the bars. Hell yeah, thanks, um, man. How'd you, well. how'd you come up with the name? Jose Cuervo? Jose Cuervo? Actually, uh, fucking, I just, I was like, was, I was thinking, so like, my whole movement was the alcoholic college kids, right? When I first started, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then it was like, all right, I'm not a college kid anymore. Right. But like, I'm not, I'm still fucking like partying and drinking and shit. So mm-hmm. it was like, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to stop talking about that. Yeah. I'm just not going to be talking about doing it in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I, I can't. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to, but you know what I mean. You know, it's kind of be kind of weird to be my age back in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but um, so the concept came up. I came up with the idea, Jose Cuevo, because I just write like I have piles and piles of magazines. I get mad subscriptions of magazines. Yeah, and one of it, and you're about to get a research fucking secret right now. Mm -hmm. I go through magazines, and I just write down shit. That I see, like if I see a bottle of Jose Cuervo in an advertisement, I'll write Jose Cuervo. Let's say okay. I see like I hear something like carbon fiber luggage, carbon fiber luggage. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, fucking bamboo floors, bamboo floors. There you, you know go. I mean? I'll write that shit down, and I'll just write down just words, you know, and just names. Yeah. And so I opened up one of my books and saw Jose Cuervo. Just probably was just in a thing, <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's awesome. Do you go. drink Jose Cuervo? I like, I love tequila. Okay. I'm about to but. Tequila doesn't... I think it loves me back, but I'm not sure. <laughs> it doesn't love anybody. <laughs> now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I've said I, about I, vodka for a long time. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not sure. If, I think it loves tequila, me back, yeah. but I don't think it does. I'm I, sorry you do, I know. Jose Cuervo, is that, is that like one of your go-to tequilas? Oh, or? yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep, word, yep, word. yep. I mean, Patron, everybody. So they got to get, but... get you that sponsorship. That'd be fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. But, be playing I, that but song also, I don't know how good that would be either. Yeah, sure. I'm not saying I would say no, because I definitely would say yes, but at the same time. 
time, maybe it would maybe it would teach me some control with tequila, cause ah uh, yeah, true. Tequila's true. my tequila's my shit. Yeah. I don't know if y'all know. If I got they, a, if they I would, got a fucking probably wouldn't be good if they were sending my, you like a lifetime a, supply of tequila. Yeah, I wouldn't be good. <laughs> I got a lump on my head, right? It's not a lump. It's a fucking gash. See, that's what tequila and does to from you. Tequila. That's from, what that's what tequila from, does to you. From you know blacking out like. With my, with, my, with my aunt and my cousin Joya, we like to drink. When we get together for family gatherings, we drink, <laughs> we drink for sport. And we're all, Let's take shots of tequila. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my aunt's somewhere. I don't know. Fucking my, and then me, I'm fucking, apparently I'm fucking... Smashing your head up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Well, we appreciate you coming on, showing, showing us, you know, a few different joints. Absolutely. Uh, so this month, raised in the ghetto, school in the burbs. Yes, mm-hmm. that'll be coming. And the video, uh, famous girls I like to fuck. That's, that's coming. coming. That's is that, so that, is that gonna drop before the album? Yes, absolutely. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're yeah, ahead. it's gonna drop. It'll be on all platforms. Now the album itself is like thirty song, thirty so, tracks. So the album it's skits though. So yeah, but so the album's getting revamped. It's getting so, revamped. Yeah, we're revamping it down. We're cutting it down. Oh, so you're we're, cutting it down? Okay, we're re-releasing. Okay. We're re We're gonna put how some many extra, tracks? We're gonna put. We're having ten tracks on ten there. Tra- so there's gonna be some. Oh, tracks. So, okay. You're really cutting it down. There's gonna be some tracks on there that you know, and some new ones. And okay, word, word, word. Okay. You know what I mean? Damn, so we're cutting dope. it down. That's we're just dope. gonna we're gonna take out the we're gonna take out the skits and just yeah, yeah. Up, just have the music up in there. Word. You know All right. So saying? it's like so a whole new project, basically. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. Okay. Yep. yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then you'll be doing a video for the for the song for the CD song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Raising a with the school and the birds, and yes. definitely for things you say to get the pussy. Yep. I already have the concept, and I've already had the I've had the concept <laughs> since I wrote the song. Like I already knew what I wanted the video to be while I was writing the song. Yep. Let's just say, you know that line? Can I pretend I'm a dog and start humping your leg? You gotta be dressed as a dog. Something like, something like, <laughs> you already, <laughs> already called it. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, nailed it. I will I reveal that. It. That's all we'll leak for now, <laughs> but then, then nailed that. <laughs> all right. That's what's I, I won't we, uh, guess what kind of dog, though. Yeah, exactly. yeah we'll leave it at that. You're right. Um, but we, let's, uh, we want to get your opinion on a couple... Uh, other local joints. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We play like obviously we cover New England hip hop, so we're playing new shit every every podcast. Right. Right. So. So we got um. This coming Sunday we yeah, have start with them. uh Latev and Oblivious. Oh yeah, out. yeah. Them not people right there. Yeah. Uh, shout right. out, shout out to Latev. Shout out to Oblivious. I don't know if you've seen their new video. Um, they remixed Eminem's The Ringer. No, I have not. Um, Rose Glenn shot it. Um. You, uh, it's up on YouTube. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. It's just. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking. Know, type in Latev and Oblivious. It's one of the first ones that pops right up. That's what's up. And um, this joint, they um, Latev does a hook on it, melodic kind of style. Hook. Yeah, I was I was surprised. Like, I don't know. I I don't. Does he usually do shit like that? I mean, they, him and Slant came out with a song last year, and he sang on the hook. Okay. What's yeah, it yeah. called? Uh, it's a remix of the Ringer. Okay. Let me just see what happens when I do this. Oh yeah, Eminem Ringer remix. Yeah, yep. there, there we go. There it is. Let's have an oblivious.
Oh shit, crack Sislax in the video too? Yup. Alright. episode okay then. of the podcast yeah yeah no. this weekend i always like to i always like to flow some of my people shout out to latab and oblivious and Word slant man. and that whole crew you know Hell yeah. fucking shit shout out to crack sizzlack that motherfucker yeah. that motherfucker always been a you know supporter of me so Hell yeah. you know what I mean? he's a beast and then, and then shit that's what we love to see like on this podcast you know we cover the whole new england scene so it's dope like getting the opinions of artists on different artists and like you know, bringing artists together and, yeah, and yeah. shit like that. Like, it's it's cool to see the, you know, the whole scene. We were talking about this last time you were here about, like, Atlanta and how they're all united. Oh, well, yeah, you're right, right. And how, you know, New England started to become like that recently, and that's kind of why it's taken off a little bit. Right, right, exactly. So... Cause you gotta think about like I always think about like that old back in the back in the New York era when Nas, Busta Rhymes, like yeah. Jay Z, all them dudes, you know, CNN. You know, they were all big pun. They were all on each other's songs, but not once. Like, yeah. you know, like, they didn't just, like, you know, Nas wouldn't just do a track with Big Pun once. You hear him on another track. They'd right. be on, on each other's albums. Right. Buster Rhymes, like, right. you know, or, you know. Like, they were just hanging in the studio together. Right. together. They all right. But you know what I'm saying? But, like, even though they weren't in the same cliques, yeah. they still were doing music together. And back then. in the crates. Ba- right. And back then when they were doing songs together, they were actually in the studio together, yeah, too. Exactly. They weren't just sending each other verses. No, you know? right, right, exactly. It was different. I know. That's bad different. The yeah. producer was there making the it beat. It was more organic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, just... that's what I was saying about, like, remember I was talking about the ASAP mob, right? Like, with the ASAP, ASAP, like, how brilliant mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. that it would be ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg, ASAP Nass, whatever. Right. Because, ASAP Yams, yeah. yeah, ASAP Yams. Because, you know, you hear ASAP, and it don't matter which one it is. Right. If you like one, then right. you're probably going to listen to it. Because of that, it's like you know, like because you're like, oh, it's ASAP, it's right? David Brandon, and I th- and I think about, I'll take it from like, I think it started like, say the Wu Tang, right? You listen to 
a shit just because the nigga was from the Wu Tang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen to this song. It's you God or whatever one you like to be. It didn't matter because it was still from the Wu Tang. Right. Exactly. So but so I think ASAP Mob took it even further and was like, we're all gonna have the same there's gonna be a part of us that's the same name. Mm-hmm. And but you it's know like a, it's like a brand, like a food. Like, yeah, right. exactly. Like, you're like Lay's South Korean onion, and you gotta try like a different. Yeah, or you might try like, original, or you yeah, might try exactly. the cheese. So, yeah. But you gotta keep it late. Yeah, right. exactly. Right, you're gonna right. recognize that brand, and you're gonna want to try it. But yeah. it's with music. It's like right, it's right. the same it's like shit. You said, it's same so shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, genius marketing. Absolutely. You know, you know what I mean. And then it makes, and then it makes it better for like you know the ones that aren't as maybe not as famous because. You know, then there's people like, oh, he's part of the ASAP mob, and then it'd be like, right. he knows ASAP Rocky. So then you know, that that happens where people be like, well, let's fuck with him because mm-hmm. they want to get to want him. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. Shit. And you know, they trust like they've heard ASAP's ASAP Rocky's music and mm-hmm. they like it and they trust his opinion basically. Yeah, exactly. Like they know that he's not going to sign anyone who's whack, obviously. Right, so. right, right. And then uh, you know, yeah. all everybody in his mob. So then he's helping like, everyone out. Yeah. yeah. Which speaking of which, that's a good segue into our next song. 99 Neighbors. 99 Neighbors? They're from, uh, they're from Vermont, Burlington, Vermont. Okay, you were telling me about them, yep. Right. Uh, they're, the so song? the two, the song we're going to do is Work. It's on YouTube. Um, so the, the three main members are Hank Native, Sam Paulino, and Samba. Hank Native's a rapper, singer, songwriter, producer. Uh, same with Sam Paulino. And then Samba's their main producer. But they got 15 members overall. Damn. Yeah, so they have Aiden Otsby's a singer, um, their newest member, Philosophy. And they're from Vermont, you said? They're from Vermont. Okay. Uh, some of their you know, newer, newer members are from New York. Philosophy, she's from New York, she's a singer. Um, yeah, so they got a lot of different members, a lot of different, they use a lot of different styles, a lot of different genres blended into one. Okay. Um, this song right here, Work, features Chase Murphy from Boston. Who we've right. covered before. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. He's like 19 years old. He's a fucking animal. He's like a hit maker. Nice. He'll be, he'll be big. Nice. Um, so yeah, he's on this track. He, he does a lot of shit with them. But uh, Sam Paulino and... Uh, what's his name? Hank Native are also both on this track. Okay. Produced by Samba. So yeah, play it. Off their new album called Television. 99 Neighbors. <laughs> Mad Max and fucking in the hatchback like never such a flashback to 
wanna make more time, take more time, to spend more time with you. Sorry, I miss FaceTimes and waste your time. Just know my love's true. Just know I really mean it, but I'm far from a genius. I got caught up with some cheating and you'll never forget it. I'm still living and learning. It's been four years in the making, but now you found someone different. And girl, I hope he's amazing, but baby. Tell me what you want. I've been on the road. different vibes on that album so check it out what's uh, the album called again television 99 neighbors there's a whole variety of shit on that i love that so line that's just how we little... just never wrong time yeah. that was sticking out right there they're yeah they're definitely talented they're i mean they can rap they got the melodies they can sing yeah they got all different sorts of you know guitarists drummers Female vocalist, male vocalist, they got everything. So. Yeah, that's crazy. And they bring it all together. Rappers, There's huh? 15 of them so far. Damn, and I feel like so. they're just going to keep adding. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like part of their name, 99 Neighbors. Like, yeah. I think they're just going to keep adding people and it's going to become like this huge thing. That's so, what's up. Yeah, shout out to them. New album out now, check it out. Uh, I'm doing a write up on it actually. It's almost done. I'll be publishing it probably tomorrow or the next day. It'll be out soon. There you go. Yeah, check that's what's up, man. Check for that. I got you. Got to love the internet, man, because like Vermont, you would, you know, if it wasn't for the internet, it's you crazy. Know, you wouldn't even like know. It's crazy. Yeah, like exactly. talent, like we. Just talked I mean, about. we were talking about Spose earlier. Yeah. Like I remember when he came out with "I'm Awesome" in 2010, and it was like, oh shit, there's a rapper from Maine. Maine yeah, like exactly. and it was like a huge deal. And right. now there's like dope rappers in Maine, in Vermont, in New Hampshire. Like mm-hmm. they're all over the Cause place. Because a lot of like, they never weren't there. It was just that. They weren't getting an outlet. outlet. Nobody and people didn't take them seriously because people but, thought, you know, you yeah. had to be a certain, but, I mean, what fit a certain persona. Go out to Maine to like look right. for artists, you right? Know? Like, unless you like. But then you know, people started looking something. for something exactly. different. Yeah. People started looking for something different, you know. Right, right. And it's exactly. like you hear if you hear there's a rapper from Maine or Vermont, you're gonna want to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna be like, oh really? Like, what's he talking uh, about? Well, like, they sound like. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like we're talking about Spose, and right? They, and I was like, I went to you. I told you I went to U Maine Orono for two semesters. Yeah. 
And so, like, you know, so, like, when I heard Spose from Maine, I was like, what? And I was like, that's what's fucking what's up. Yeah, it's crazy. rapping and shit like that. Our, one of the first I mean? songs I heard from him, we used to bump it in high school, Can't Get There From Here. He was talking about how, like, you know, it, how crazy it is just to be a rapper from Maine and that people would to- told him it was, like, a ridiculous uh, yeah. thing to try to pursue. And now it's like, there's rappers from everywhere now. Mm-hmm. And that was only eight years ago, nine years ago. Yeah. And now it's like... It doesn't matter where you're from. I mean, because really, at the end of the day, rap is, it's poetry, and it's exactly. like... Exactly. It's, it's writing about your experiences, no matter what those experiences are, no matter where you came right. from. It's right. like... And, like, I look at know. it, I look at it like this, too, right? Because people get out, because it's, uh, like, in rap, it's all about, like, for so long, keeping it real, keeping it real, right? Yeah. I'm cool with that, and I get that whole thing, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, when you think about cats like Tupac or, like, J. Cole, you know what I mean? Sometimes they were rapping about shit that the people that they're around were doing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They didn't necessarily do it themselves. Right, But right. they were witnesses of it, you know, when it was people that they hung around that did it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like, think about it. Like, Easy e was the dope man, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, in N.W.A. You yeah. know what I mean? Ice Cube was the writer. He wrote about it. Yep. He wrote about the dope shit Easy e did. Because Easy e could do the dope man shit, but he couldn't write. Right, but Ice Cube could write about it, but he didn't do the dope man shit. You know what I mean? So it's like at the same. So like when people get so caught up in that, like oh street credit and this and all that shit, it's like dog. You know, it's 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 the same thing. Like you don't give. Do you do you look at fucking Sylvester Stallone or, or like Tom Hardy and like oh he didn't really fucking blow that fucking plane up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you know what in I mean. In the movie, you blew that. Yeah, up. exactly. Right. right. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, I get when you're trying to portray your fucking Wally Kingpin and you're not. That's a different story. But when you're talking about something or a situation because you want to explain it or like for some reason it's, you feel like you got to talk. That's that's all fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that's like that's what I'm you know what I mean? So that's what I don't get. A lot of times about with hip hop and the street cred shit like that. It's like I get it. You don't talk about you fucking got bricks to the wall if you ain't fucking had it. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean. But at the same time, if your brother got bricks to the wall and you fucking in that room, you know what I mean. You're still gonna fucking. <laughs> you're still gonna That's fucking. You see. Oh, you know what I mean. So then it's it's you know what I mean. You can. Do it, but like if you ain't never seen no shit like that, and you're talking about it, that's a whole different story. No, you're yeah. just lying. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Or I mean, or you're you're talking about someone, but if you're doing it on every song, it's, you, you could right. be like, you know, telling because, a story about someone else's life. But if you're yeah. doing it on every song, right? It's like, and, and that's and that's then what I'm trying to, and that's what I'm trying to say is exactly when you're pretending, yeah, you know, as opposed to like, like you said, you're telling a story or some right, shit right. that you saw that shocked, you know, right, you right, or whatever. Cause like you know like like we were just saying like and I like I said Easy E and Cube you know one they the one could write about it you know yeah mm-hmm. and so fuck it, what did Cube do he wrote a shit for fucking Easy to fuck her, you know what I mean do right exactly well let's uh we're gonna switch into some sports yeah we gotta okay. get into sports yeah. okay um so we should start with the Pats obviously yeah the Pats playing the Chargers Sunday at one okay predictions uh, AFC Championship. In Foxborough. Yeah. 
Uh, it looks like the high is going to be 30 degrees and mm-hmm. it's going to be snowing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's go. Love that. That's what we want. That's what we need. Some, especially from the San Diego. That, yeah, they're coming so from. Hey, yeah. Sorry. I said San Diego Chargers, didn't I? LA, LA. whatever. It doesn't uh, matter. That's right. Yeah, that's right. moved to LA. Yeah. I still no, say I, that all the time. I say yeah. San Diego. I still say that all the time, but yeah. whatever. Beat yeah. LA. Yeah, beat LA. Again, we just beat up on the Dodgers. Now we're going to fuck up the Chargers soon. So. And we're going to fuck up the Lakers in June. I'm going to say, what are we saying? I'm going to say Patriots 27. What's the spread? Anybody know? I, I, I don't know what the spread is. No. I don't I'm going to say Pats 27. I was going to say 27 too. Shit. Chargers, now I got to change it. Chargers 23. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I can't, I can't go against the Pats, period, because, you know, whatever. Yeah. And my like, yo, I know this cat from Atlanta, right? And he's like, he's he came and he was like, he's like, the thing about you fucking motherfuckers from Boston, he's like, y'all just expect to win everything. And he's like, yeah. he's like, he's like, in Atlanta, if we win one game, we fucking happy. He's <laughs> right, like, y'all right. expect to win everything all the time. And I'm like, I mean, that's because we. That's just the way it goes. Oh, that's, that's, that's the way it's that's been. That's the mentality you gotta have. Exactly. It's been what 18 years now. Mm. 11 championships. Is that what we're at? <laughs> yep. All major fucking, all major fucking sports teams. Yeah, shit. I mean, really, the the Bruins and Celtics each have won. Yeah. But whatever. That's no, still. I know that's still. But they've been in the finals. They've also yeah, been in the finals yeah, other yeah, times yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I'm saying, in the but, but I'm saying in eleven years. But the Pats, the Pats and the Sox have fucked got... shit up this fucking decade. Uh, yeah, yeah. I no. mean, this decade, this fucking, well, this century so far, the twenty first century. Well, I mean, well, I mean, our second, we have to, we have to give that to our second string quarterback, fucking who Thomas, who fucking was actually the phenom. Imagine if Drew Bledsoe never got fucking hurt. Oh man, no right. And we and imagine if he got traded. Because Drew Bledsoe never got hurt, and he got traded to some other team. In, oh, a, in a way, like we should be thankful for, what's the dude who hit Bledsoe? <laughs> Mo, Mo Wilkinson? Mo, no, what is it? It was Mo something. Mo Lewis, I think. Mo Lewis, that might be right. I think Mo that was Williams. it. Mo, yeah, it was Mo something. Yeah. But yeah. in a way, we should be thankful for him. But shout out to Bledsoe, though. I love Bledsoe. No, hell yeah. Bledsoe not on it, but I mean. But yeah, go, that, but, that but was, everyone, But everyone... Everyone in the world now knows that Tom Brady is a goat, and right. you can't argue about it. You right. can't try to fucking deny it. No, uh, nothing. Bledsoe doesn't even deny it. He fucking like he he was actually like a great sport about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that year, like he took Brady under his wing and was like, "All right, you're the man now." Yeah, helping him yeah. along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gave, him the way. gave him a fucking ring. Shit, yeah, come on. And Bledsoe came in in that AFC Championship game too. Yep, when Brady got hurt. He did. Mm, so, I mean, shout outs to that motherfucker, man. We 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 make jokes about it, right? Like, I like that movie Ted. Like, who you talk about? Like, look at that chin. Me and my friends would be like, yeah. That. We were like, Tom Brady's the only man that could wear Uggs. Yeah, the right. The only man in the world right. that could wear Uggs. <laughs> yeah. No other man gets that. Yeah, but Tom right. Brady can. Right. <laughs> Fuck that! What you want to talk about his Uggs? You know, yeah, right? let's fight about Yo. it. I, I don't even know him personally. Like, don't fucking talk about him and his Uggs, motherfucker. You can't wear Uggs, can you? <laughs> I went to school in uh, in Pennsylvania for a couple of years, and it was it was all like, you know, Eagles, and then it was a lot of New York people. There's a lot of Giants and Jets fans, 
And, like, I would get into it with them all the time, and they obviously... Like, they all hate the Patriots, but it's just because they're jealous. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. So, I would, you know, when I'd be watching the Pats game, I'd be like, when Brady would come on the screen, I'd be like, oh, look at him. I'd be like, look at how, look how handsome he is. Yeah, look how yeah, handsome he is. yeah. And they'd be, like, <laughs> they'd be like, oh, you're a fag, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm like, no, you don't like, understand. They were like, stop it. I was, stop I was like, you don't understand. This is my Jesus yeah, right uh-huh, here. Uh-huh. He's the poster boy. Right? He's the poster boy for the NFL. You know what I mean? Exactly. He, he is He is what they made Joe Namath. Right. But fucking far fucking the hardest Way times. Yeah. Even further. Which is, why, which is why the Chargers are not coming into Foxborough and beating us mm, this Sunday. Not. It's not happening. And I know the Chargers are a good team, and this is the best team Phillip Rivers has had maybe ever. Yeah, best road team in the NFL. They are. But guess who hasn't lost, uh, guess who hasn't lost at home since October 1st, 2017? New England Patriots. That's 15 home wins in a row. So what's your prediction? My prediction? I'm going to go with 31-17. Uh, to 31-17. Yep. Wow. Yep. All right. All right. That's what we're going with. So you're expecting our secondary to shut him down? Huh? Yeah. All right. I'm counting on Stephon Gilmore. J.C. Jackson. I'm looking at J.C. Jackson. I'm looking at Stephon Gilmore. All right. I'm looking at Hunter Henry. He's going up against... Uh... <laughs> Who's he going up against? Atlanta Robbins? I hope not. <laughs> I don't Patrick Chung. I don't Hopefully. know. Um, Shout out to Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> You know who I love seeing on the sidelines, though? Who? Bill Belichick. Yeah. Because Bill Belichick don't care. And, you know, we all know. It's like, like if he wasn't Bill Belichick, it reminds me of the stepbrothers, where it's like, who's this bum? <laughs> like, yeah. He, step, remember his stepbrothers when he was like, yeah, we, he was like, I picture we my love Jesus. stepbrothers. <laughs> he, he, he's like, I picture my Jesus. You know, like, he's wearing a tuxedo, and I'm about to sock it to him. Right. like, who's this dusty old bum? And then I look at him, like, that's bum is Jesus. No, that's Talladega Nights. That's Talladega Nights. That's Talladega Nights. Okay, okay. Different welfare. Okay, there we go. There we go. (laughs) And that's like... Also a great movie. That's like fucking, like, I think about Bill Belichick, like... You look at him so that if you didn't know, you'd be like, who's this fucking, like, bum-ass motherfucker? Right. Because he don't kill... He don't give no, a fuck. No, with his cut-off sleeves. Yeah, yeah right. Fucking, he does not give a fuck. And it's like, wait a minute. That's Bill Belichick. Hold oh, on. man. He's, I love the video of him. There's like a video compilation of all his reactions after touchdowns. Mm. And it's all the same. It's just him with his hands in his pockets. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make. He doesn't put his hands up. He doesn't clap. He doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. They score. Like, you hear the announcer. They're like, in the end zone for a touchdown. And Belichick's just standing there like. And then he just like walks over. Walks over the special teams. Yeah, walks over the special teams. He's like, "All right, this is what we're doing for the kickoff." Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like he doesn't know, give a right? fuck. Seriously. He's never satisfied until he wins the Super Bowl. No, That's no. the only time he smiles. Yeah. When he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Only time he smiles is when he has the Lombardi Trophy in his hands. Mm-hmm. He's right. He doesn't know how to smile if he doesn't have that shit in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> He's the master, though. So I know. know. When you used to win it that much, seriously, you know what I mean. After that, like you can't go, you can't go down from. He that. is kind of a dick though to the media. Like he goes, oh, yeah. he yeah, takes but, it a little too far sometimes. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. But do we? But do, but we talk about the. Well, I mean, I guess 
being a media person. I I'm no, it. like I'm, but, I'm speaking as someone like who wants to be a sports. Well, like right, I am a right. sports writer, but I'm trying to do it at a higher level and like right, eventually right. be in those rooms asking questions. Mm-hmm. So no, I, you know, he's a he's a dick. Like in my eyes, like oh, yeah, yeah. to the media, well, I like him as a person. person. Don't ask stupid questions. No, no but you, know, you can't ask him anything sometimes. All right, like, you sometimes. can't ask him anything. You gotta know that. You yeah, gotta know because, that. But that's but you still have to try to ask. Like that's your job. and that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it'll never stop. Like, no, people right, will exactly, always be, you know? Exactly, exactly. But yeah, he's just one of those people, like, as the media, you get, you, you gotta deal with that, I guess. You just gotta, you know, you gotta know it's coming. Mm-hmm, yeah, right, because you gotta have that. And that, years, you know, and years later, those reporters are gonna look back at clips of those, you know, interviews and laugh. And they're, gonna, yeah. they're gonna show those to their kids and be like, look how much of a dick this guy was to me, you know? It's like, <laughs> it's funny. But it's like, think about it, you get sandbagged enough. Yeah, you know, you're gonna be like, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, think about like, you know, how can I put it? Like, shit, you know what I mean? If someone, if someone, some, someone fucked you over three different times, you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. They're like, you're not even gonna like tr- anyone that they're around or that they're associated with. Right. You're not gonna fucking want to deal with. Right. You know, and that's the, you know, I get it. Like the media, and they got a, you know, they got a job, and they got to sell stories and shit like that, but. You know what I mean? They, you know, things get spun around. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And that's, and that's the thing. And, uh, like, that's the thing. He he does do a good job of, like, you know, training his players to not yes. not take the bait on, like, question, certain questions and, you know, just kind of focus on... I mean, the only thing they ever talk about is the next game. Like, that's the right. only thing they're allowed to talk about to the media. And it works yeah. for them. So right. you, can't, you can't really... And I love watching Belichick's interviews, honestly. Like, even though he is a, a dick... Like it's funny to me. Have you seen? Have you ever seen the Key and Peele episode where they have uh, they do they they have a skit right where they do NFL players when they're getting interviewed. Yeah. And it's just basically like they'll ask a question. He asked them a question. I can't remember the questions, but it'd be like, "Oh yeah, what'd your mother make for Thanksgiving?" And then the player would be like, "Yeah, we played a good game. You know, it was all about the offense, and uh, you know, it's a defensive game." And he would ask him like the dumbest questions, like you know what I mean? Oh. Do you like how do you like the eggs over easy? And then and then the player would be like, well, you know, we just stuck to the offensive plan, you know, and we really had the defense. It was it's fucking hilarious. Like I'm not giving it, it just, but it's 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 all it's awesome. I gotta check it out. It's it's, it's fucking great. So, um, I'm gonna jump in to uh, we're gonna jump into some basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celtics have been on a tear. Uh, the Bruins won tonight. They're getting healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. They beat the Wild four nothing, so we can just jump right through the Bruins. Yep, uh, yep. Because they're just on the up and up. Right, right, exactly. They're getting in the same position that they were were yeah. last year. I used to go to school with Ariel Moog, so okay. she was she's from Liffield. Hell so yeah. that was pretty fun. It was pretty sick. I never met Andy Moog, but yeah. I, his daughter was she was a couple grades younger than me. So Jack, the Bruins won tonight. Oh yes, they did four nothing. Uh, so they won how many in a row now? Uh, that's four in a row, I think. Maybe or five. It might be five. Uh, but they're getting healthier. They're getting healthier. They're in second. They're, yep. They're almost in the same position they were in last year. Yep. Um, and then the Celtics. Celtics uh, also won. Boston teams are now mm. seven and zero in twenty nineteen. On fire. Seven nice. and zero. Haven't right. lost. Yep. Never yep. lost. Kyrie back. Um, yep. Marcus Smart stepping up. Marcus Smart hitting his threes. I wrote an article about that today. Yep, check yeah, it out. Uh, yeah, check that out, bostonspig4.com. Marcus Smart shooting 35% from three this year. 
That's his highest of his career. That's right up there with uh, LeBron James, James Harden, Chris Paul. Clay Thompson shooting 35% this year, which is low for him. But yeah. still, it's like, you know, it's not great, but it's, you know, those guys have never, none of those guys I named have been ever, you know, considered bad three-point shooters. Right. So if he's in that category and he's, you know, at least making shots, obviously we know what he does on the defensive end yeah. and the energy that he brings and the leadership that he brings. If he can start shooting at, like, a fairly efficient rate like that, he's going to be crazy valuable. Definitely. And he Especially just signed that big contract. Just in time. And, you know, he's living up to it. Hell so yeah. that shows kind of, that kind of speaks to his work ethic. He's not one of those guys that signs a big contract and then gets lazy. Like, he's getting better yeah, after yeah. signing the big contract. So, shout out to Marcus Smart. Yep. Yeah. Doing yeah. big things. So I spent, I, spent, I spent so much time, right, on YouTube just watching Kyrie doing dribbling drills. Like, yeah. And I'm, and like I'm amazed at like how he's good so that good. motherfucker can dribble. Oh like, man! You see the le- the one the one where he's standing on two basketballs and then he's dribbling two basketballs and then he shoots a fucking half court shot like it was nothing. Yeah. Like he's insane. Like I'm like split. I'm like he's that's not why I'm professional. I'm because I'm sitting here like if you want to be a pro basketball player. You mm-hmm. gotta be better than that. Mm-hmm. Right? No. And that's fucking crazy. Right. That's like some alien shit. No, he's really? not. You know he's what not I'm human. saying. It's like, what the it, fuck? He's the be- He has the best handles in the league Ridiculous. right now by far. I mean, one of the best ever. He's up there with Iverson. We were talking about Iverson earlier. We were talking about Iverson earlier. Right. Exactly. You know, they changed the rule because of fucking who, because yeah. of what he did to Jordan. Yeah. And they were like, we can't have this. Not not to our poster boy. <laughs> but yeah, Kyrie's fucking, his handles are insane. Yeah. So we uh, research. We appreciate you coming out. Hell yes. yeah. We're going to wrap this one up. Okay. Oh, wait, update on the Red Sox. They're still the World Series champions. I just wanted to throw that in there. They're still Hell the World yeah. Series champions. <laughs> coming up on the three-month anniversary. So. Right. So uh, we appreciate you coming through. Yo. Definitely let us know when the music video is dropping. Mm-hmm. And uh, we yes. get, when the album's dropping, if, you, if you're trying to come back on after yeah. that to help promote it or before, yeah. let us know. We'll, uh, we'll see what works for our schedules, all our schedules. Hell yeah. That. Welcome back anytime. Back. Hell yeah, always. This Thanks for good. having me, guys. For real. Yeah. Absolutely. fun. For real. Like, great conversation, great music. Hell yeah. Thank you. Looking Thank forward you. to everything you got coming up. Hell yeah. Thank, thank we'll definitely you, be thank checking you. for your shit. We'll be talking about anything you drop. You know, yep. we'll be talking on the podcast. And like we said, you're welcome back anytime. So awesome. Yeah. Thank awesome, you for man. coming. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank Word. you, man. brother. Thank you very much for having me. See you Absolutely. Soon. Hell yeah. Thank you. We're out. Peace.